Well, up to QuackCast 154. This is a short one called Why Get a Flu Shot? Actual discussion. Parrot. I want a bola vaccine for my child. Doc. There isn't one, but we have the flu shot. Parrot. We don't believe in that. So much of what we are for in science-based medicine is reflected in what we oppose. All the pseudo-medical interventions and scams. It is not always a positive message. Forever noting why you should not be participating in a given bit of fantasy-based medicine. We are often the naysaying curmudgeons of the medical world. Even for medical topics about which I am in favor, such as vaccines, much of my prose and my podcasts have been devoted to countering myths and lies about influenza vaccines, or why the Cochrane Review is messed up, or why healthcare workers are dumbasses for not being vaccinated. Well, no Debbie Downer or crotchety Chrislip today. Nope. Today we are going to ride our rainbow unicorn to the land of happiness and immunity and discuss briefly some of the reasons why you and yours should get the influenza vaccine. There are many fine points about the flu vaccine that makes conclusions from the literature problematic. What are the circulating strains? What strains are in the vaccine? Who is getting vaccinated? The quality of the studies. Influenza is a complex and complicated disease. If you are a preponderance of the literature kind of person, as I am, you may find that the 23,600 plus articles on influenza vaccine mostly point to widespread moderate benefit of influenza vaccine. Although, as always in medicine, for every study, you can find an equal and opposite study. And the quality of the studies are variable. If you're interested, you can go to science-based medicine and find the links to the other influenza posts that I have written. The flu vaccine decreases your chance of getting flu. Note, decreases your chances. That remains the worst aspect of the flu vaccine. It is not as effective as other vaccines, but it does decrease your chances of getting flu. Even the biased, cherry-picking, awful Cochrane review has to admit efficacy. Quote, Parenterally administered influenza vaccines appear significantly better than their comparators and can reduce the risk of developing influenza symptoms by around 4% if the WHO recommendations are adhered to and the match is right. However, whilst the vaccines do prevent influenza symptoms, that is only part of the spectrum of clinical effectiveness, as they reduce the risk of total clinical influenza symptoms by around 1%. And, quote, while parenteral vaccine efficacy against seasonal influenza is around 75% for the WHO recommended and matched strain, its impact on the global incidence of clinical illness of influenza is limited around 16% in best-case scenario. That, despite their disingenuous attempts to sabotage their results, that's why my gaster is always flabbered at their disingenuous attempts to sabotage their own results with anti-vaccine editorializing. Sorry, kinder, gentler. But when I reread their meta-analysis, my rainbow unicorn begins to sob. The CDC estimates vaccine efficacy at around 60%, although it varies from year to year and from population to population. In the elderly, 
the high-dose influenza vaccine drops the risk of influenza, although the standard vaccination has efficacy as well. The vaccine has variable efficacy in other populations, but is effective in dialysis patients, diabetics, and immunosuppressed patients with cancer, to name but a few. I could not find a population where influenza vaccine did not have some benefit, although it does not provide perfect protection. For example, in a highly vaccinated closed population, a Navy ship, there was an outbreak of influenza where almost 100% of the seamen were vaccinated. 24% came down with the flu. That's horrible, right? It doesn't work. But if you look at the attack rates in non-immune populations, as many as 80% of exposed people will develop influenza. So I suppose it is better to have a quarter of your population ill than four-fifths of your population. Even if you get the flu, the data is suggested that you will have a milder illness. And with a milder illness comes fewer complications, less spread of disease, fewer hospitalizations, and you're less likely to end up in the ICU. I know there is a strong screw you attitude in the United States. I got mine. I don't care about you. It used to be a rising tide lifted all boats. Now it sometimes seems that many are not interested in participating in activities that, while may not be a personal benefit, might benefit those around you. With infectious diseases, having herd immunity maximized is as important as having the individual person immune. It protects those who cannot protect themselves. One of my favorite examples of population effects of influenza vaccination was in Canada, where one province, Ontario, had a much higher influenza vaccination rate than the other provinces, and the results were impressive. There was a decrease in influenza-associated mortality and all healthcare use in Ontario compared to the other provinces. As they suggest, quote, the results of this large-scale natural experiment suggest that universal vaccination may be an effective health care measure for reducing the annual burden of influenza. Even with modest efficacy, when applied to large population, vaccination leads to significant decreases in morbidity and mortality. Quote, we estimate that during our six-year study period, the number of influenza illnesses averted by vaccination range from a low of approximately 1.1 million to a high of 5 million during the 2010-2011 season, while the number of averted hospitalizations range from a low of 7,700 to a high of 40,400, end of quote. There are those who dismiss the morbidity and mortality caused by influenza, quote, as healthy adults have a low risk of complications due to respiratory disease, the use of the vaccine may be advised as an individual protection measure against symptoms in specific cases. It is important to remember that with infectious diseases, you are vaccinating not only individuals, but populations. When you get a vaccine, you may also be protecting others from the disease. And the effects of herd immunity are evident when you look at the effects of vaccination on the health of populations. While the Cochrane Review mentions that vaccination did not prevent influenza transmission, that was only because they did not include the studies that demonstrate that vaccination leads to decreased influenza transmission. Vaccination of children decreases disease in adults. The preponderance of data shows that vaccinating against influenza prevents spread to those who are not vaccinated. 
quote, the Japanese schoolchildren program provided proof of concept of indirect effectiveness of influenza vaccine. The Central Texas field trial has demonstrated significant herd protection of adults utilizing the live attenuated influenza vaccine to children. Immunization of less than 20% of children at the intervention site resulted in an 8 to 18% reduction of medically attended acute respiratory illness in adults compared to rates in the comparison sites. And when health care workers are vaccinated, patients have decreased mortality. And the benefits spill over into the community. Quote, for every 15 health care providers who get vaccinated, one fewer in the community will contract an influenza-like illness. Not bad for protecting yourself and others. I think of the flu vaccine like seatbelts. No guarantee you will not die or get injured in an accident, but just as I would prefer to use seatbelts in a head-on collision, I would prefer to enter the flu season having been vaccinated. And if you are pregnant, vaccination decreases influenza in pregnant women and their newborns. Quote, influenza vaccine was immunogenic in HIV uninfected and HIV infected pregnant women and provided partial protection against confirmed influenza in both groups of women. It also decreases the risk of small babies, and it decreases the spontaneous abortion rates. Quote, pandemic influenza virus infection in pregnancy was associated with increased risk of fetal death. Vaccination during pregnancy reduced the risk of an influenza diagnosis. Vaccination itself was not associated with increased fetal mortality and may have reduced the risk of influenza-related fetal death during the pandemic. Also, by getting the vaccine, you can avoid some of the complications of influenza. There's death, of course. But those who listen to my infectious disease podcast know I like to harp on the concept that infections lead to inflammation, inflammation is prothrombotic, and prothrombosis can lead to vascular events, strokes, heart attacks, or pulmonary emboli. Almost every infection that has been evaluated has been found to be associated with a vascular event of one type or another. The difference is that with influenza, the vaccine might be protective. Quote, recent influenza infection was an unrecognized comorbidity in almost 10% of hospitalized patients. Influenza did not predict acute myocardial infarction, but vaccination was significantly protective but underused. Quote, evidence from cohort studies in a randomized clinical trial indicates that annual vaccination against seasonal influenza prevents cardiovascular morbidity and all-cause mortality in patients with cardiovascular conditions. It also protects against stroke, although the data is variable. Besides vascular events, influenza vaccination may prevent pneumonia as well. So as vaccines go, the flu vaccine isn't perfect, but has many benefits at both the individual and population levels. Is it cost-effective? Eh, you got me. The literature says so, and I'll take their word for it. Cost-effectiveness analyses make my head hurt. And if you like number to treat, well, in a well-matched year, the number needed to treat is 33. In a badly matched year, the number needed to treat is about 100. So, those are some of the reasons why you and yours should get the flu vaccine. Less chance of flu. Less chance of spreading the flu. Less chance of severe disease and ending up dead or in the ICU. Less chance of complications of influenza. Less chance of death from influenza. 
less chance of passing it on to others and letting them have those complications. And finally, if you get the vaccine, it makes my rainbow unicorn happy. If you're interested in the references, go to Science-Based Medicine, go to the November 14th, 2014 entry, Why Get a Flu Shot, and not only will you find all the references to back up what I said in this podcast, but you will find links to the other extensively referenced articles I have done on influenza vaccination. And as long as you're wandering the internet, wander on over to SFSBM, the Society for Science-Based Medicine, and see what it is we are trying to build. Otherwise, talk to you later. Bye.